Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. Tonight, we have a very fun topic, and it was inspired by, I can't remember the name of the singer, but he had this song, and I will not sing it for you guys so that you guys will stay online with me. <laughs> when I get that feeling, I'm on sexual healing. I'll say okay, it. Okay, baby, come on. Wow, bring it. And my guest tonight is Crystal Crawford. And if you guys listen to A to Zen, you've probably uh, heard a show in the last month or two with Crystal on it. And Crystal's like, is a favorite new guest. <laughs> I'm a radio Marvin show whore, officially. <laughs> That's what it is. Right. Exquisite queen whore of the radio. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking uh i don't know crystal and i randomly uh facebook chat and then randomly like skype each other so we had some moments and it was like <laughs> let's do a show together okay and it came up um and then then this energy popped and i was looking at all of like the the different bars and what they represent like what they represent and and how i can incorporate that into my show so the healing bar is where uh, this show got inspired from you would think it was like body and sexuality but it was actually the healing bar that inspired mm-hmm. this one and it was uh it's like playing with like what uh, would the show like to be called and then the show literally was like Tell Crystal that if she'd like to come on, I'd like to have her. I was like, okay, show. <laughs> so, and it, my show has that voice sometimes. Just let her know, like, if she would like that. So, um, so for those of you who have never uh, listened to any other show other than mine, and I actually know there are some of you out there that are that, which is great. Thank you for listening. And then you haven't you haven't actually been introduced to Crystal. Um, and so Crystal Crawford is a certified, we call them CFMWs, Certified Fucking Miracle Workers. And she, she's also a certified facilitator for access consciousness, has loads of uh, life experience, loads of um, training in different modalities and different things that she's bringing to the table. And tonight we're actually going to talk about uh, something for her, which she had actually created a class called The Kindness of Sex. So she, she's actually like promoting this amazing, um, beautiful energy uh, around the kindness of sex. And it was interesting because there's so much refusal to choose it on the planet that it was like, hmm, are people like, are people ready to actually receive that kind of level of kindness um, and healing for their body? And so I really wanted to talk a lot about, like, what is a sexual healer? Um, how do you know if you are a sexual healer? And, like, you know, are prostitutes sexual healers? Like, how do we define, the like, where's the difference between prostitution and sexual healers? And, um, you know, a lot of people would like to know, like, if I am a sexual healer, do I have to be 
you know, are people going to think I'm a prostitute? But there's actually like a whole category of healing um, that you can do, and it's it is uh, in a lot of places legal. So you can be very legitimate with your practice and not be, uh, you know, run down or taken down for it. So after that long spiel, hello, how are you, Crystal? Hello, <laughs> great. How are you? <laughs> So when I sent you that title for the show, what kind of like came up in your world around that? I just, uh, for me, it was, uh, wow, how do I put that into words? Just so much yes. Um, I, you know, as a sexual healer, and, and you know, you, God, you asked like 25 great questions in that little blurb, but like, you know, when I first discovered I was a sexual healer was in an access class, like my first. I think my first access class, they really asked the question, truth, are you a sexual healer? And when you, if, if you guys have never done an access class, when you go, um, the point is to be able to access your awareness. So like of what, what you know that you've never acknowledged that you know. So I got a yes to that question and it, I think I got tears in my eyes after that because it was um, the acknowledgement of something that I'd always been but I had never acknowledged. And um, there's so much judgment in our world and for ourselves around sex. And, you know, for me that like my whole life was just one big series of different, different forms of judgment, you know, it started out with religious judgment and then it started, uh, it went into like judgment of myself as a teenager and then judgment of myself ever even enjoying, ever having had, ever having had sex and then ever enjoying sex and then having it outside of marriage and then in marriage, you know, wanting it with other people. Like, like honestly, there was just, it was just, every scenario that you could possibly judge yourself around with sex, I had pretty much created. And um, so, so the sexual healer piece of information for me was this big, um, it was this big space of freedom, like, holy crap, that totally describes me. And then it also kind of left me in this like, well, now what do you do? (laughs) Okay, cool. So I've, I've acknowledged that I am that and that I do that and that's cool. Now what, you know? And um, I actually remember asking Gary that. I asked him a series of questions about the sexual healer thing. And I, I think that's when you messaged me, that's why it stuck out. Because it, it's been kind of a thing for me. And really the energy around which I created the kindness of sex. Um, one of the things I asked him was like, you know, you know, Gary, I said, what happens when two sexual healers get together? And he's like, and they choose consciousness? I said, yeah. He's like, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I just, I've never forgotten that. I've just never forgotten that. I kept, I kept, I've continually looked at the energy that got brought up when you said that and, and looked at how far it expanded out into the future and, and combined that with like all of my different experiences in, in access classes and with people that are choosing consciousness and are choosing to be present with bodies and kind to bodies and, and having experienced that for the first time in all these classes, um, I really wanted the rest of the world to have the knowledge of that, you know, like that there's something so much more possible with us and our bodies and sex and and all of these things that we are so judgeable in this world that really when you're willing to have no point of view and just get the gift that you are can change somebody's whole world. And yeah, the, the, the no point of view is like, we talk about that a lot on this particular show it's like if you know so many scenarios like if you didn't have a point of view what would you choose like what would your body choose right Mm -hmm. and and that whole bit I I do actually remember hearing you on one of your 
your calls, um, maybe something I was working on for you, maybe um, uh, talking about the two when the two uh, sexual healers come together and they're conscious, and that leads to phenomenons. Can we talk about that a little bit more? So, for some listeners, you know, I could hear their brains going, mm-hmm. "Does that mean the best orgasm what? ever? Is going to come and it's going to, you know, create yes, yes, that's what, what I mean. Kind of... <laughs> okay, good. As long as we have the meaning and the definition of it, we can now have a conclusion yeah. of where it's going to go. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so what is like Isn't that what this show is all about? It's all about conclusions. <laughs> what, what is like what is phenomenons of for you? Like when when you hear Gary mm-hmm. say like there's phenomenons, what what is that mm-hmm. like for you? Um when I heard you say that there was this like ease in my universe and my body was like, Thank you. Like it was such yeah. a like gratitude to acknowledge that there is that possibility, that phenomenon, mm-hmm. and whatever that was for me. But, like, what what is that for you? Uh, I The best way I know how to describe it is really by telling a story. I And this is a recent story. I was actually just last night watching um, a maestro gathering that Dane recorded at the Rome 2-3. And for those of you who don't know, um, the maestro class is, uh, the, the access class right now with the, with the highest amount of prerequisites. And this this past year I went. And what Dane's been doing is that every event he does a maestro gathering. So all the people that went to that class get together and just create something energetically, which sounds really weird, but it's really amazing. And And one of the things that he did in this gathering was he went around, and I'm not sure exactly how it came up. It was relevant to what had gone on in the class, but he went around into every almost everybody that was in the class just went up and he, he grabbed their hands and he was just present with them, like looking right into their eyes and energetically present, connecting with them on an energetic wordless level for like maybe 20 to 30 seconds. And almost without fail, every single person just burst into these beautiful, grateful tears for being seen. Yeah. And that is changing me in so many ways today. Um, and when I looked back at what I knew was possible with the kindness of sex, it was that. It was like when you are willing and able to be so present with another body, another being with a body, you know, with sex and outside of sex, and you change their whole world, and you don't have to say a thing. Yeah, there's that. I Yeah, I so get that. And, and also on the other the end of the person who's so there's the giver and the receiver there's the person like mm-hmm. say for example in Dane's position mm-hmm. like looking into their eyes and being super present and how much of a gift was it also for him to have those people receive. receive him yeah yeah, that's huge the receiving piece is so huge I mean we have no idea as we have no idea the gift that our receiving is to the giver you know it's the simultaneity we call it the simultaneity of gifting and receiving like there is no separation at that point of who's getting more out of it. You know, we've got this with this point of view that it's the give and take, where it's like if I give and you take, then you need to give and then take, and then it's like this tit for tat reality. But when you're willing to go beyond that into the simultaneity of gifting and receiving, where when you're gifted something, you fully receive it and let it explode your world into a billion beautiful possibilities that gifts the giver something indescribable. Yeah. And 
So, like, I, I remember reading this article on um, the sacred prostitutes, sacred temple prostitutes. And it yeah. was so, yeah, did you? You might have even sent that to me. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, I, I, I did read it, but I know, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know exactly the the point of it. I, I think it was just talking about the fact that there are these, that they exist and they existed. And I read this article and I was like, there was it was it was such a beautiful kind of tribute I think of, of to just to these beings and I it was a it was a place where men from war could actually come in and and be restored and mm. and I just think sex has been so vilified and so judged and so taken to this place where we can't even use it as a as what it was intended for and that's not even it's like if we had no point of view about it what would we choose like would we use our bodies in totality you know like would we Mm -hmm. or would we cut off bits of them because those bits are bad and those bits make babies and you know it's like it doesn't even make sense like when you really start to look at it and and pull it out into this the objective light of day it's like what have we done to ourselves you know we've we've allowed ourselves to be cut up into these bits and pieces that these parts are okay and these parts aren't okay and these parts can be used for this and these parts can't be. Who says? And and where have we cut off our potency of our of receiving and of healing and of capacity with choosing to be that separated? Yeah, where so, it's like how many lifetimes yeah. ago? Like, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And, yeah. What was that like? So, not that we have to like actually know the reason for it or anything or when it even happened, mm-hmm. but it's like, wow, there's just this energy around. It was like so long ago, and mm-hmm. like, although time isn't relevant, it's just like, what if we can change all of that? Like, what if we can yeah. start to have where we're not judging people's body parts, we're not judging our own body parts, and what if we can be in the space of total receiving, like. Dane uh, doing the 20 seconds, like 20 seconds and it opens somebody's universe being present with them. What would it be like if we were all present with each other all the time? How much would we change the planet? Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy possible. It is so crazy possible. I get that too. It's like, and what if we, like everybody listening and everybody listening in the future, what if it starts with us? Like, what if we're the ones who start to choose to be that crazy present all the time with everyone? Uh, For me, it's like, in the chat room, it's like goosebumps. My body has goosebumps. I'm like, that's what I would like. That's what I would like on this planet where... It's like, you know, you walk down the street and it's like nonverbal, just like, yay, Mm -hmm. being, joy of embodiment, like, and, you know, I so get, like, if we were present with each other, like, what would that create for peace on the planet? Like, there's so much that can be created with being present and that just, yeah, it's just so magic. It's just so potent. That 20-second exercise that he created is just so freaking potent that like and I I ask all of you like are you willing to be that for someone and are you willing to be that for you be that 20 seconds for you like what if you look in a mirror and you just get so present with you 
And then what if you turn around and you get so present with the person standing beside you, whoever that is, and just be with them? Like, I know my daughter, when I get, like, really present with her, she'll just start crying. And I'm like, cool, what is that? And she's like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm like, hey, that's cool. But it actually wasn't until you said that that I was like, oh, it's the acknowledgement. You know, that's yeah. true. There's so much, like, it, yeah, it's, like, such a gift. And and I've had, you know, I've had clients who, yeah, I'll just sit and I'll just like, wow, hi. Like, hi, mm-hmm. how are you? And there is this, uh, like, holy crap, you know, people haven't even acknowledged my existence for 25 years. You know, I've been married and my wife doesn't even look at me. She just yells at me, but you just looked at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy fuck, it's so different now that you looked at me. So, wow, what if we could all just see each other? for our beings, for how awesome we are. That's like, that's where some sexual healing comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Get us started. (laughs) That's where we're we're talking about. What if it's not about penetration, right? Like, the population's not the number one goal. It's a goal. It's not a target. What if it's not... Like, what if there's something completely else possible? Yeah. And so we're going to go to break just because we're a few minutes off of break. And when we come back, I'll, we'll just, like, perceive the energy of where we're going and see what else we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK. 
or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. So hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. Tonight we're talking about when I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. And I know the title is kind of playful and fun, and this topic can be playful and fun, and there's actually so much intensity around it as well, like where we're unconscious. The like intensity of unconsciousness is really interesting. Um, and, and I'm wondering, um, Crystal, you were talking about that question, you know, that comes up in foundation or level one. And the first time I heard it, it blew my world open too. I was like, whoa, that? Yeah. <laughs> and so truth to everybody out there that's listening, are you sexual healers? Are you a sexual healer? And when we were in break, I was like playing with like the idea of, um, Truth is, like, everyone a sexual healer, and is it, a, is it just, like, a question of are we willing to be conscious with it? Yeah, and I, I wonder that, too. I, I, I kind of get, I, I don't know. You know, I get that we're all really different, and we all have really different capacities. The, the one thing I find is that the seekers of the world um, tend to be healers of some sort. And then typically if we're a healer in some area, we're typically a healer in all areas. <laughs> and I think, I think over time and space and lifetimes and history, you know, we've segmented ourselves to like sexual healers and herbal healers and earth healers. And, but, but is there any actual separation? No. Or have we, or have we created it? Um, no, we're so but yeah, the, create that's, <laughs> We're like, let's categorize because I don't want to do that, but I'll do this. This is the right way to be, you know. That's right. Um, if I put a crystal on my head while I have sex with you, I'm a crystal sexual healer. <laughs> exactly. uh, and that could be and, crystal or it could be a and if I call Exactly. Because I call myself <laughs> crystal, I can skip the rock. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Other um, way. <laughs> I don't even know what your question was. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know. People say it's like when they get on this show, it's like riding a wild stallion. They're like, hold on. You have no idea where it's going. <laughs> I'm like, okay, neither do I. Where are we going? <laughs> well, I think there's that whole sexual healer piece, you know, like when it first came up, it just, you know, like totally opened up my, opened up, it, did, it opened up my eyes. It kind of opened up the energy. And I mean, you remember this from Foundation Level One, but it was like the, the piece about it that really stuck me or struck me when I first discovered or heard it was that, you know, if you're an unacknowledged sexual healer, that most of the time after you've had sex, you feel worse after. Yeah. You may have even come or orgasmed or your body may have really enjoyed the experience, but afterwards, like, you know, you feel down or sad or upset or, you know, just like worse. And I can't even tell you how many times I felt worse after sex. I, and for I know yeah. yeah I know for me it was literally until about two years ago that I I felt like yeah. crap every time yeah yeah and it's because we don't and know I would we get have mad yeah, yeah. And I would just get mad at the person like fuck you that wasn't spiritual and now I'm mad and I've got to hate you and I've got to beat you up because you didn't give me 
this and I look what I did for you. Like all my, I would go into this like and uh, I'd become insane, absolutely <laughs> freaking insane. And I was like, whoever wants to sleep with me, like they must be freaking crazy to even choose it because I like want to hurt them. At, like I'm done. They're smiling and I'm like, oh, I hurt everybody. But I didn't get that I was taking on all their freaking anger, like yeah. all their stuff, all their distress. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like pulling stuff out of their bodies and not even aware of it. And they're smiling and daisies are coming out of their bums. And I'm like, yay, happy for you. But I'm like miserable. So it was funny. And yeah. And this, it, well, and not so cute. Yeah. And, and, and the whole point, I think, of giving us that information in that class was like, hey, did you know your body does this? And I was like, no, yeah. I did not know my body did that. Like, I, yeah. was so, I was so unaware of my body's capacities for healing other bodies. And I would say, to be fair, that as of this radio show, I'm still pretty unaware. Like, I've got way more of an awareness, but I really get that there's there's so much more awareness that I can have with, with what's possible with my body. What I do know is that, you know, I can touch somebody on the arm and and really literally within minutes change their whole day. And not, I'm not the only one. But yeah. It's, it's like when I started to really see that, like to really acknowledge that my body did that, I'm like, wow, how much greater or exponentialized is that in sex? Oh, massively. And I, yeah. I, so much. And so when I, wonder, I stopped... Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm just, I'm just on and like on. I wonder <laughs> what, what is... No, I wonder what is it about, like, copulation? Like, what is it about a penis yeah. and a vagina or a penis and an anus? Or, like, what is it about those body mm-hmm. parts that all of a sudden it gets exponentialized? I wonder about that, too. I mean, when you look at biology, you know, the all of the nerve, almost like all of the nerve endings run from the brainstem all the way down through the spine to the tip of the tip of the spine, you know, that all there's so many nerves, like, so much of the body's center almost so like yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like the tip right? i mean I, it's like ooh, we're, yeah it's all there <laughs> so i i yeah i wish i had more information on that i wonder i i wonder what makes yeah, it I wonder so if great you, and but what i know is that so, i don't want to feel bad afterwards you know i really want to feel <laughs> awesome and i also really want to like expand the other person's reality as much as i'm have the capacity to do so or be expanded be my reality Instead of like allowing what whatever their whatever is going on for them take over who I'm being, it's like no. What if I could be the dominant presence, the the you know the expanded being of possibility with this, and show their body what's actually possible with a body. Being that invitation, yeah, yeah, it's such exactly. an yeah, being that like presence, like Crystal's talking about, like when so for everybody that. People have a lot of meaning attached to presence. It's like, does that mean I'm living mm. in the now? And does that mean this? So, <laughs> can we talk a little bit about like what is presence? <laughs> I like how you give me small questions. I know. I'm just questions. like, I know. I'm really great <laughs> like that, right? Let's explore. What's presence? I don't know. Let's explore it. I'm curious too. Like, for me, I know I had the point of view that it was like. Yeah. You know, and then I actually could never get through the book, The Power of Now. I got through like two pages and it was like, ah. So there was something about it that wasn't like speaking to me. Yet when I hear the word presence, I get there's something different about it. It's different than The Power of Now. It's different than, um, you know, you, you know, the past is your 
whatever, like the you know the past is history, the future is a mystery, and right now is you know a present. So we call mm-hmm. it yesterday, right? So it's that it's like that saying, like we've we've made that. So right now is presence, but what if presence is actually more like total awareness? I was just going to say that. Thank you for pulling those words out of my head. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You're so welcome. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? When I watched Dane do what he was doing in those 20 seconds with those bodies, I was like, that's almost like laser-beamed presence, you know? Yeah. I do a lot of coaching, so different ways, you know, taking walks with people or on Skype with people. And I have noticed that my level of presence, I've been worried a little bit that my level of presence is different but I you know when I've been looking at it and really acknowledging what I'm being is I'm actually being the level of presence that that person can receive mm-hmm. and that is what's another really cool thing about what our capacities of our bodies and things like that is that um it, we don't know we have all these capacities you know so it's like sometimes we'll say well I'm different with that person than I am with this person and and if you start to ask questions about that and you get aware of that it's like well can that person actually receive any more than that and usually the answer is no like they're they're receiving is is on a lower scale but it's like where is I going with this um presence can look a bunch of different ways but presence is is exactly what you said it's just total awareness it's like awareness of everything awareness of everything being willing to be aware of all the information being willing to you know if you're facilitating somebody just really be present with the energy as it shifts and change which which sounds really airy fairy and yet when you start to kind of tune into that like you do start to notice the ebbs and the flows and the and the changes and the shifts and the twists and the untwists and um yeah that's presence and so what is presence in sex you know what is presence in copulation like what would it be like this is the question you know i am asking and and continue to ask is what would it be like to be completely and totally aware with sex like it's almost like everywhere we decided that presence means we have a significant connection and relationship with this other person or where presence you know becomes this very significant spiritual thing it's like we want to let that Mm -hmm. let all that go because what if presence is just being willing to be aware of everything that is and being willing to be whatever's required to create what you desire and I mean, of course. Is that vague? Of course it's vague. <laughs> you it's totally know, vague, everything. and it's so powerful, too, right? <laughs> it's so powerful because it gives you total choice. It just It's like if you're willing to be aware of everything, of their judgments, of where they're functioning from, and not make yourself wrong for it, and not judge yourself for it, and not go into this crazy insanity that's actually theirs, what invitation can you be to more space and more play and more joy and more kindness and more nurturing than they've ever been willing to choose before? That is, yeah, that, how fun would that be? <laughs> so I know, we're gonna have, I'm like, yeah, I like we're that. We're going to have to cut like, this radio show short. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when we come back from break, um, how, would we, how much fun would it be to play with some tools that we can, um, you know, share with the audience mm-hmm. and like some tools so that they can like have more awareness um, you know, if they are saying yes to the are you a sexual healer question, like what kind of can we play with so they can have some tools while they, you know, whether they're choosing copulation or even like what if we can have 
if we are sexual healers and what if we can bring that healing to our bodies, whether it is like through masturbation or just receiving our own bodies. So how much fun can we have um, exploring and creating tools when we come back from break? <laughs> We're just going to bend stuff on the spot. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. My host, my guest host, well, isn't that interesting? My co-host, guest host, hmm, there you go, Crystal, there's your new title. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Crystal Crawford, there you go. (laughs) We're talking about sexual healing. So the title of the show is When I Get That Feeling, I Want Sexual Healing. And before we went to break, we're just kind of looking at, can we explore... Um, some tips and tools that we can share with the audience that might be a contribution to them. And, and keep in mind, audience, like these are just like some ideas that we have. And please, like if you have awarenesses uh, that are different than ours, play with them. Like we're not giving you the end-all be-all here. So these are just like ideas we have. So any ideas come up for you that you get would be a contribution for more consciousness, more awareness, like, Mm-hmm. Um, step into the capacity more. Yeah, well, I think the first one is, is that's huge is like, who does this belong to? Yeah. It's like one of the first basic access tools. But like, when you look at the area of sex and relationship, I mean, the first 
place most people go is into the other person's universe to try to fix it. It's like, I, I can't tell you how many sessions I've had where I'm like, are you in your universe or theirs? And like nine times out of ten, they're in the other person's universe. Um, because as healers, like, as people get care, as people that heal, we want things to make sense. We want to understand them and we want to make it better. So it doesn't matter if we're in bed or out of bed <laughs> at that point. It's like that, that sort of remains our modus operandi. You know, it's like that's just kind of where we come from. So to that end, we're always seeking to understand insanity and fix it. So the thing to get is that, one, you are a healer, and two, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Not your job. You can't, you can't do it. First of all, you can't understand insanity, and you can't make it better. Why, you ask? Why can't I? I know that if I try hard <laughs> enough, if I love him hard enough, if I explain myself enough, if I yell at the top of my lungs, or if I cry enough, this person will change. And the fact is that that's just not true. That people choose what they choose for whatever reasons they choose it, and they choose it because it works for them. And that's as simple as that. So one of the things that started getting me out of a lot of the insanity is my healing nature. <laughs> And into more of the capacity with it was, is this even mine? Is this heaviness I'm feeling? Is this um, sadness I'm feeling? Is this anger I'm feeling? Is it even mine? And if I got a no, returning it to sender with consciousness attached. And I'll and tell you the so, second. So dynamic. So huge. It's like huge because 99.9999999999% of everything you think, feel, or emote isn't yours. And I can't tell you how many times I forget about that and I get up in front of a microphone after two years of going to 20 classes and I still ask, well, I've got this, this, this. Is it yours? No. Ah, damn. <laughs> you, know, <I'm> just <laughs> you know, I'm just forgetting because it feels real. It all is in your body. You feel it in your body. You, you know, Whatever it is, you know, it can be your partner's had a hard day at the office or it can be, um, you know, you're in bed and there you just there's some wonky stuff going on and you just know there's, quote, unquote, something wrong. Um, who does it belong to starts to really free you to be the space of you? Because the space of us, it doesn't matter what our capacities are with healing, the space of us is lightness and space and joy and ease. And so if you're feeling or perceiving or sensing anything but that, it's not you. <laughs> Everybody, it's not you unless it's ease, space, and joy. This is this is an this is not a this is an awareness. Please pay attention to this awareness. So, like, yeah, going if you're going into the funky zone, if you're going, oh my god, if you're going into judgment, if you're going into, oh, that must have really been terrible. Like, please, please, ask that question and ask it frequently. Uh, mm -hmm. My daughter is seven and a half, and she's she now like you know she'll you know sometimes come home with a thing, and I'm like who does it belong to and she's like oh damn it <laughs> I'm like I know right <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what is> this? <laughs> damn it I'm like it's awareness right <laughs> oh cool so like this is not because you're an adult you pick this up it's not because you're no. a baby that you pick it up you chose embodiment. You're going to pick it up. And therefore, you pick it up. <laughs> there you go. Why that's so funny. <laughs> the end. That's our book. <laughs> you chose embodiment. Therefore. 
Uh, it'll be a bestseller. So, or pre-order now before we've even written it because it's coming. They're going to sell out fast, people. That's right. We only have five million copies available. Go on. www. Oh gosh. So I love that. Who does it belong to? That one is so great. So, you know, that's um, probably the that's a huge one, and 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 I think too going hand one. in hand. Oh, gosh. Hand in hand with that, it's an interesting point of view. I have this point of view. I mean, the thing that for me that, that trapped me and caught, got me caught up in all kinds of internal drama and pain was the judgment of me. And, um, you know, it, it, I, I judged me for everything. I judged me for not doing relationship right. I judged me for not being good enough in bed. I judged my body while being naked. I judged my body while being clothed. I judged me as a wife I judged me as a lover I judged I mean I seriously it didn't matter what I did I judged me you were wrong and because you were just I was wrong. wrong I was wrong because I had I had chose embodiment therefore I that's was why wrong. right there <laughs> you chose it <laughs> it's like wow like it's funny because it's so freaking true that we create that it's like I must be wrong. Like, what was I thinking? I chose embodiment. I chose these mm-hmm. parents. I chose this life. I chose this body. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I must be retarded for choosing this. Yeah. Not retarded in that, you know, it's like I'm slow. So, uh, and sometimes <laughs> it's like, how slow am I that I chose this? Um, yeah. So, like, it, yeah, if we can, like, interesting point of view, all of that. Like, it all is all such an interesting point of view that, you know, and it's funny to me because I know you, Crystal, and I felt you up. And I'm like, damn, that's a nice body. Like the first time I met you, for everybody listening, here's a little secret about me and Crystal. The first time I met her, I felt her up in a bar. That's right. Do you remember that? I, remember that. I like, I, I like walked up to you at a two three. You were like drinking. It was in Vancouver, and I walked up to you. It was like not. Vancouver but the one before and I walked I was like damn you got nice boobs and you're like thanks I'm like can I touch them and you're like yeah I was like we got a lot of attention that night it was really funny it was like that's how I met you (laughs) in case you didn't remember I did I was like woo I just grabbed boobies (laughs) we're very serious folk yes definitely serious so so one of one of the things too like that I've become more aware of um, around copulation and like, and it's cool. Like you've created this class, kindness of sex. And one of my very favorite questions to ask bodies is, "What kindness can I be to you?" Mm, and that's so great. And like, yeah. And the bodies are like, "Oh yay, you'll be kindness to me." Like it's mm-hmm. it's like wow. And it's such a different, um, it's such a different possibility that shows up, you know, for body. And it can be the same body. Uh, over and over again and it'll still be like oh today's kindness is touch my bum tomorrow's kindness yeah. is stroke my penis like it can be different mm-hmm. every day so i remember question, i had well, that's such a great i'm so sorry to interrupt you i i just that was such a great question and i remember having this lover once that i you know i was i was doing oral sex and being and just being me and i i just love bodies i love what's possible with all of that and um, and he commented, he was one of the only people that actually really noticed the space I was being. And he said, you're so kind. 
And I've never actually had somebody comment on that while receiving oral sex before. Like they've never actually merged, you know, where somebody actually saw what I was being. That's and so it, beautiful. It was so amazing. And it didn't change his level of erection or, you know, and he didn't need sex to be dirty. He was actually willing yeah. to receive kindness to his body. Wow. And that really shifted something for me. I, I already knew I was being it, but to have that acknowledged and seen was like, oh, yeah, I am being that. And I, that is who I am. Like, that's that's just who I am with everything. And I don't, I just, I wanted to say I just go there, but I just am that, you know. And that's what I know is possible with with everybody. That, that's, that's, I guess that's what I know is possible to choose. Because at the end of the day, it is a choice. It's like a, it's a choice to get out of judgment of you. It's a it's a choice to choose different kinds of partners. It's a choice to change what you're choosing with sex. You know, it's all just a choice. And I think this is one area where a lot of us feel like we have no choice. It's almost like, you know, we're we're driven by our needs, or driven by our other people's desires for us, driven by our hormones, driven by our inexplicable being drawn to assholes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like we feel like we have no choice, but it's like when you're willing to start using these tools, which start to get you out of everyone else's insanity, it's that's when you have the space to look at, okay, what do I desire to create? Like what, what could I, what more, what energies could I invite into my world greater? You know, what, how much more kindness can I invite? How much more kindness can I be? How much more kindness that can I demand that I be and therefore receive? And it, you know, wonder, like, do people even know there that that's a possibility to invite kindness into their world? Like, how much more? It's like, wow, did, did you even know you could invite it in? Because it's like, you know, there's there's so much unkindness and yeah. Uh, abuse it's just like it's yeah. rampant and even yeah. sometimes when we're like you know intending to be very kind like we turn out to be superior assholes right yeah and like but i really want to help you but i'm being a superior asshole so like mm-hmm. where is the kindness and do yeah do we actually like everybody listening do you get that you can invite kindness into your world into your sex life, like into your business, into all of it. Like what if there's kindness as an element of everything? It's, yeah. It's like possible. It's uh, it's so possible. And, you know, it doesn't, I think there's points of view about like if you invite more kindness and nurturing and gentleness, you're eliminating fun. You know, <laughs> And mm-hmm. it's like everything is so the opposite of what it appears to be because the more kindness and gentleness and nurturing I invite into my space, the more fun I have. You know, like, if, if you look at, you can even just take, extrapolate this out into children playing. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when kids are play fighting or being, play being mean to each other or playing with being mean, they're not actually having as much fun. You know, they're not, they're actually have so much more joy when they're just being kind and gentle and like, you know, caring about each other in, in, in their play. That's actually where the fun is. And it's somewhere we twisted. Yeah. yeah. We did twist it. Keep going. We did. <laughs> it's well, to somewhere we've yeah. twisted, twisted fun with judgment. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like it can't be stimulating without judgment. And there are certain people that can't get off or get stimulated with without judgment. Cool. Does your body want to play with those people? <laughs> you know, like uh, if you've got a, a little kid in the playground who's like, 
has to be mean in order to have fun, he ends up being alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas you've got these little kids that are willing to include each other and be gentle and be kind and, you know, um, and play with everybody in mind and they end up having the group of kids around them. And so what if he were willing to be as different as you are? I get that it's different. I, I get that kindness of sex is really different. And I just started looking at that like, okay, cool. Like, I'm willing to be that different. I'm willing to actually be judged for, you know, because what are the judgments being that, that would come out around that? Being that different. Yeah. Like, you're, you're soft. You're, you're not dirty enough. You're blah, blah. I can't even really think of a lot of them. But it's like, I, <laughs> first of all, I don't invite those kind of people into my world anymore. And second of all, okay, you know, because <laughs> I would rather create a planet where all of us could kindly and gently and with a lot of joy contribute to each other's bodies with no point of view of whether it was wrong or right than any other planet. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun planet to be on. Kindness yeah. everywhere. I can even yeah. see like how, you know, it does start, like you're talking about children playing. There is um, there's something that starts, like there's this, um, people buy into competition right off, like, mm-hmm. you know, you go to kindergarten and there's competition and there's cliques, like this stuff starts, um, mm-hmm. like we created this. Yeah. <laughs> are we willing to change it? Like we created this insanity of competition and unkindness, um, judgment. We created all of it. So if we created it all, what we if can we can uncreate it and create release? something else. Yeah. Step it up and uncreate all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like making the demand that of all of ourselves, like making the demand every day to be the kindness we truly be, to be yeah, and, and- who we truly be. Absolutely. And, you know, you said, and uncreated. Yeah, look, uncreated. And, you know, add to that, just creating in a totally different direction. Like, okay, cool. We tried this whole porn judgment thing for however many years. What if we just, like, turn around and go this direction? Like, and what if you could do that in your own life? You know, even if you're married and you've got your inner relationship and you're not, you know, it's not working for you. What if you just acknowledged, hey, this isn't working for me. I'm going to try something totally different. I'm going to use really weird tools to get me out of my own shit so I can actually see clear enough to make a different choice. Or I'm going to, you know, just be different. It, this is where it's like anywhere you're feeling like you have no choice, you still have a choice. I, I just, you know, for anybody who's listening now or in the future, it's like even if you feel like you have no choice, you do. And just keep using the tools to get yourself to the space where you can actually get that you have a choice and you can choose something different. Even using the tools is a choice. And, you know, I remember when I first came to Access, that was huge for me. It was like, I remember this choice thing just pissed me off because I I had spent 38 years feeling like I had no choice. Like I was at the effect of my own shit. You know, I was at the effect of my own urges to have affairs. I was at the effect of my own emotions. I was at the, and I, and really I was, because I, I didn't have any tools that, that, that helped me do otherwise or be different. And so when I first, I remember watching the bars video on day one and, you know, we're like two hours into the first class of, of a five day class. And we watched this bars video with Dane and Gary. And at the end of the bars video, Dane says, well, you have a different possibility. Just choose. And I was like, seriously, I think my middle finger oh. went up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really? Because I was like, what the hell do you that's mean? great. I'm so mad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the help. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. 
that's like yeah, a really useful buddy and yeah. Right. Yeah, I know I but, went into a lot I, of judgment. Oh God. I was so and frustrated. I couldn't stand Dane um, for like the first year of access. I couldn't stand him. I was like, Yeah, you and your fucking happy smiley shit. Like I was so, yeah. so annoyed by him. And then it actually took one class where he put his hand on my back and I I was so aware that he was being the space of kindness with me that I was absolutely refusing that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, whoa, what am I refusing here? Like, that's interesting. Like, I just went, Ugh. like, what was that? And and it took actually to have a hug later that I was willing to receive that then that was completely, I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, it was very interesting how everything in my world shifted after that. Um, but to acknowledge where you're refusing receiving um, acknowledgement's huge too. Acknowledging that you're a sexual healer and acknowledging what you're refusing receiving or even refusing gifting mm-hmm. could be fun to play with. And I'll always yeah. be in the question. Like, how fun could it be to just always be in the question when you're with a lover, when you're playing with a body in any way? You know, if you're being a sexual healer, like, what if you're always in the question of of what uh, this body can receive, what it requires, what it desires, what you know, all of that, like. Because it's so different every time. It is so different. And one more thing on the sexual healer, it's like just because you have a capacity doesn't mean you use it every time. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's like I only am able to gift to other bodies what they're able to receive. And anything beyond that is an unkindness. It is, actually. And, 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 you know, it catapults that other person into a space that they weren't ready to choose and they didn't want to choose, you know. And and really, anytime you over deliver like that, doesn't matter if it's physically, non-verbally, or verbally. You know, it comes back with they always say it comes back with daggers attached. So, so yes, do I have a capacity as a sexual healer? Yes. Do you? Yes. You know, do I always use it? No, I don't always use it. It's a capacity that I have that if somebody can receive it, I can I can use. It's at my, you know, it's at my fingertips at any moment. I have this capacity with bodies. Cool. You know. What and when you acknowledge to... it, there's choice in it, right? Where before Absolutely. it's like an automatic response where you're just healing Absolutely. the body all the time. Yeah. Yep. So we yep. have 25 seconds to end. Um, <laughs> do you, have, you have a class coming up in Vancouver. Can you let people know about that? Yeah, well, it's a five days of change class, and it's the core classes of access. And you can go to com for more info on me and my class. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. Uh, thanks for coming on and exploring crazy interesting questions with me today (laughs) where were you gonna go don't know and look forward to having all of you guys listen again next week thank you for choosing to listen to the pleasure zone melissa yelenich will return next monday at 8 p.m eastern time 7 p.m central 6 p.m mountain and 5 p.m pacific on a2zen.fm we hope you'll join us until then Have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.